You're the bee in my bonnet. You're the soap in my eye. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Extra Dirty Please podcast. My name is Julia Graves at Julia Graves on all platforms. And Michelle is not here today. So, but instead, I'm here with two guests who have so amazingly decided to be here. And yeah, why don't you guys come and introduce yourselves? <laughs> Next. <Nah, can't laughs> I'll go first. I'm like, I'll make the executive decision. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Lexi. I am a Capricorn sun. Realizing <laughs> Pisces moon. <laughs> she, her. It's nice to be here. <laughs> and I'm Natalie. I'm the third cap in the chat. She, her pronouns. Thanks for having me. Yeah. They both spontaneously agreed to be, be here because I didn't know that I was going to be potentially recording with guests until like 10 a.m. this morning. So, yeah. Happy Pride Month. And besides the fact that we're all Capricorns, we're also all gay. <laughs> so that's kind of why we're here. And yeah, I guess you guys want to, I guess, tell, like, how do we know each other? Maybe, maybe let's start there since our listeners don't know you guys at all. Nat, if you want to start, because I started <laughs> last time. <laughs> uh, well, I met Julia, I think, I guess like spring 2020. So it's been like two yeah. years, a little over two years. COVID I friends. met you like COVID besties. Um, I met you like before COVID, but we became really close when we were quarantined yeah. in the same household during the spring. Miss it. It's a beautiful, honestly, like a, beautiful a hot take time. is that spring 2020 was an amazing time in our life. <laughs> For spring us, it really 20, was. It was, was idyllic. It was a great semester. That it was, was like one of my favorite okay. semesters. Nat, Lexi was living two streets over that entire time. Did you? Wait. That's crazy. Did you live in Valley Lane? No, actually, I guess, I, like... Uh, she, like, basically lived disclaimer, there. Disclaimer, I didn't okay. live there. I was living alone because my two roommates were gone. So I would literally just, like, wake up every morning, wash my face, brush my teeth, get dressed, and drive over to Julia's house yeah. with, like, a bunch of our other friends. Um, I even, like, slept there a bunch, too. It was, like, I basically lived there that was a fun time that was such a nice semester it was really calm but that's kind of because like I like shut down and like I was (laughs) I was was living in like my Amherst bubble like Amherst it was such a beautiful town to live in without all the college students like I stayed oh there for the God. summer too and it was just so lovely like the totally. farmers markets like I don't know it was just so picturesque it was without all the very peaceful all the college yeah especially girlies. with the nice weather with like yeah. biking and uh, so, so beautiful nice. Well, yeah, I remember Nat, you were like, if you ever get the chance to spend a summer in Amherst, you need to do it. And I like didn't do it. But <laughs> That's exactly what I sound like instead. I know. Yeah, no, the summer in Amherst is magical. But that semester was a good little um, glimpse of it. It was, it's just like that. Yeah, it was like different. It was a different college experience, but I wasn't like mad about it. I probably would have like been a lot more upset had I been living at home. So feel bad for yeah. all the people who did it. Yes, um, I would have gone insane at home. Yeah, like Lexi and I are both like absolutely not. Like I will literally do anything, anything to avoid anything. that situation. My mom really tried to get me to come back, and I was like, "That's hilarious." Um, I would basically be alone because both my parents are essential workers, and I was like, "No, no, <laughs> I don't need to be driven insane for a second time in my childhood bedroom. I'm good." <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, Lex, how, how do we know each other? <laughs> 
So Julia and I met freshman year of college because she was visiting two of our besties. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> who I met Jake and Max at NSO. And then Jake ended up being my like dorm neighbor. And we all started mm-hmm. hanging out and we all kikied and <laughs> We're here today. We were roomies for a little bit. Yeah, or like we were apartment mates. Yeah, yeah. So now we're just three Capricorns in the chat, and we're gonna talk about biphobia today. A few, like a few, probably like honestly, like over a month, definitely over a month ago. Michelle and I mentioned wanting to do like a episode on like biphobia or like femme sexuality because one of my other friends had brought up, I guess, wanting to hear us hash it out (laughs) and Michelle when she was like saying that she was a little too sick to record today she was like honestly like you probably have other friends that have more to contribute to this conversation (laughs) like I'm so straight (laughs) um which respectfully she's one of our token straight friends so love her (laughs) yeah I guess when did you guys realize you were gay I guess we can start there I don't know or yeah let's dive right in get real personal um I knew I was gay in the sixth grade I'll leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) and we'll go into details (laughs) nah well that's like a lot different from I feel like I know mine and yeah that's different from that experience I feel like our gay awakenings were like later I didn't think I was in college so I didn't I was a bit of a late bloomer as well (laughs) What's that song? Sorry. Now it's by oh my God. It starts with Alison Pontier, like, Late Bloomer, amazing song. Oh, wait. Oh, I know a different late bloomer. Song. You'd say her last name. That's really pretty. I don't know. I didn't I can like see the, the cover art. Does, yeah, well, like no, that's the one I'm thinking yeah. of. It starts with an M. It's like me. But oh, Late Bloomer by that's a different song. Yeah. Um by Marie Brer or something like that. Or yeah. Mer- I don't know. But that's no, how- Alison Pontier, Pontier, Pontier. I don't know how to say it either. She's a song called Good Late Bloomer that I deeply resonate with. And <laughs> Cowboy, also a boss. Anyway. I love the song Cowboy by her. Yeah, feel free to take our music recs, guys. We just had a really long discussion about how we don't like music festivals before we started recording. Yeah, um, I feel like, I don't know, I can safely say that all of us are, I actually, I don't know who identifies as what, <laughs> um, let's jump to conclusions, because <laughs> I know some of us in the chat are really back and forth on this topic, um, not that labels are everything, because they aren't, and also I feel like Pride Month always makes you think about, like, competitive queerness, I don't know, was it you, I think Lexi, you posted something about that, like, yesterday, yes, um, I did. about the idea of, like, being, like, queer enough, or, like, presenting as queer enough, and I do really feel like that, like, intersects with, like, a feeling of, like, biphobia, um, like, or internalized biphobia, rather, um, especially with, like, not even internalized biphobia, I feel like, well, yeah, actually, from biphobia in general, like, because it's always, like, people being like, oh, I'm gayer than you, because I'm fully gay, in quotations, like, what does being fully gay mean, like, also, like, yeah, that, I don't know, that's, especially living in Brooklyn, like, not to be, like, uh, but, I mean, you can, Amherst Mass is also, like, or the Pioneer Valley, rather, is also, like, a super queer place, in, especially in comparison to, like, the rest of Massachusetts, I feel like, but 
it's like just because I don't have a mullet not that there's anything wrong with having one like please go cut your hair like pierce your eyebrow personally I think pierce eyebrows are hot but like just because I don't have one like doesn't necessarily mean I like don't like feminine people or anyone that's not a man and I also feel like that just is such a great disservice like there's such a long history of like lipstick lesbians like being like super high femme and just like really loving women (laughs) and I'm like damn sorry I'm not like oat milk presenting (laughs) (laughs) although I do drink oat milk but I think everyone here does and that is a deserved stereotype unlike other queer stereotypes but yeah I guess like that always makes me think of like I don't know do do you Nat do you feel like that played into like your coming to realize later or like second guessing I guess like um I think my realizing later was like a mixture of a lot of things firstly I think like I knew that I liked men so like that was just a lot it was like kind of an easy way out so Mm -hmm. like like dating men is super easy or like it's just more convenient men are are (laughs) easy guys no it's just like I anytime I guess I like looking back at like old like crushes I have had or like thoughts around like being interested in a woman like I would just kind of I I really genuinely didn't believe in bisexuality as like a little kid because the only gay person I knew told me that it was fake and it was just a stepping stone yeah that's literally I think I've, I thought I told you this. My um, Wait, I think, in was it your cousin? or It was like my brother's best friend when I was in yeah. like el- elementary school and he was in middle school. He came out when he was probably in like seventh or eighth grade. Um, and he came out as bi like in like seventh grade mm-hmm. and then like gay, like like fully gay quote, like whatever. Gay, a yeah. year later, like basically saying like, ew, vaginas are disgusting. <laughs> and, and just like, that was just a stepping stone anyone who says that they're bi is lying and they're like it's always just a stepping stone and I was like the first like gay person I like had in my life like he was came over every day he was basically my brother that's so I like I was like in my little kid brain I was like oh okay like that I guess that's that's true because I don't see like bi people on tv or in books or like Mm -mm. anything like that like I just thought oh okay that's that must be true so then like yeah anytime I definitely had moments like as a teenager thinking like do I like girls and I'm like no I like guys so I can't like girls like yeah that was like a genuine thought in my mind mm-hmm. for like, like one of the other of years yeah. um That's so invalidating. like and yeah it's actually it's like funny looking back being like wow yeah I totally had a crush on that person <laughs> but um yeah I think I forget what like the what, where I started going with this was but it was like I don't know you're talking about being queer or feeling queer enough which I don't know I guess yeah I feel like once I like I like also I feel like had issues with like representation like I kind of I I don't know I always feel like it sounds like a little bit cliche when people are like representation matters so much but like it actually really does and like in media like the ability to just like see queer people like loving each other on screen or like in like playing out like like a heterosexual like trope but queer is like so powerful like I remember like I didn't even finish the L word which I know is like kind of a crime but I like only watched two seasons of it and even that was just the only seasons you need to watch yeah (laughs) arguably okay Tina started really annoying me I was like this this needs to shut up and Jenny was also having like a mental break her crisis moment her first of many and I was like I can't handle you and Marina was gone 
and she was like one of the hottest people yeah um anyway <laughs> being like just like a world revolving around like queer femme people feminine people was like so great and this is not to say that the l word does not have some incredibly problematic moments because it is a hundred percent a product of its time and there's even biphobia in the l word there's it's one an extremely biphobic character. show I it feel is like. yeah um, yeah the one bi character has like one relationship with a man but it's like he's not even <laughs> yeah that's like a whole other like thing but like she her like bisexuality is like rarely ever validated and often invalidated <laughs> like entirely and like yeah that might be like a character that's like meant to obviously bisexuality is not like 50 50 liking or like people have preferences but that doesn't make you any more or less bisexual so it's like okay like the alice's character like might have liked women or feminine people more but that doesn't mean she like still never doesn't ever like men or like non-binary people because this is another thing is like people think of bisexuality as like just liking like men and women and that is not the case um, I mean, you can be bi and like not like men at all. You can just like women and non-binary people or like gender queer people. It just means more than one, which like I don't know. I, I kind of meant I thought wait. it meant two, and then like pan meant more than one. I feel I like thought pan meant like the pan meant like everything. Gender. Yeah, yeah, like it was or regardless yes, of gender. gender. Yeah, I yeah. kind of think like yeah. I don't know. I, I know like that, I wait. Know. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I thought that bi just meant two. Like two. so, it could be like. Or, like, it's more usually, than, like, men and women, but it could be, yeah. like... I use, like, more than two. I don't two. know. Um, <laughs> I feel and like... Then, yeah, but this is educational. I always think of uh, bias just, like, more than one. And yeah. then, like, your definition of what the other ones are or what which ones they include is yeah. kind of... I think pan is... I think of pan as, like, all or is, like, in, like gendered literally has like no part in it like at all like it's much more like person-centric and then bisexual would mean like two or more is like kind of yeah what I think like I think I actually consider myself pan but like I, I like, don't like that word so I just say queer can, can we like, talk yeah, yeah can we yeah, talk same. about like I, the weird stigma or like the weird there's like such a stigma around pansexual I think like, it's because of like the time we were brought up in like I don't know when I was in high school like the one person that came out as pan was like horrendously bullied and like oh, it was it's so bad terrible. it's it's so horrible like and I hate it and I wish it, there wasn't like a stigma around it and I probably should just like fully identify as that but like and, and use that term but there's yeah. like there was something about like the way it was defined when we were younger that is it, it was so wrong like it's completely untrue yeah but it was like you're attracted to everything even objects <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like stuff like that and all like, sexual yeah I feel like pan people all like I don't know like pan and pansexuality bisexuality are similar and that like there is invalidation of both like within the queer community kind of like because I feel like if you're a woman who's dating a man and even though you identify as pan like you're st there's still like this like underlying like narrative of like are you actually queer because you're dating a man or are you like I don't know. And that's the thing is like part of like, I feel like my internalized biphobia is 
that I've like really had to work on is like legitimizing the fact that like yes occasionally I am attracted to a man and like that doesn't mean I'm like less queer and like according to Wikipedia which is such a reliable source as we know (laughs) um pansexuality is sexual romantic or emotional attraction towards people regardless of their sex or gender identity Mm -hmm. Pansexual people may refer to themselves as gender blind, asserting that gender and sex are not determining factors in their romantic or sexual attraction to others. Okay, I've never heard a pansexual person refer to themselves as gender blind. (laughs) I have never heard the term gender blind. (laughs) I don't see gender. I've never heard the term gender blind, but like by that definition, like I would be like, yeah, I'm pan, I guess. But like, I feel like a lot of people who are bi are like, whatever is happening like we just make it work like if we vibe we vibe I think maybe like (laughs) (laughs) I mean like sorry (laughs) like maybe like Pan is like (laughs) you're like attracted to their their, like spirit like their personality (laughs) I don't know why I think that's so funny (laughs) I guess the bi in me (laughs) well the reason I feel like I've like I kind of identify that way it's because there have been times where I'm like am I demi like I can't like I feel like a lot of people that like are like on the line of like demi and or and bi can kind of like bleed into pan I don't know it's also just like words no it's just like it's just like you don't feel sexual attraction until you um know the person know the person but like I think that's like that's such like a there's no gray area there and that's like really with all of these labels there's no gray area that's why I hate all the labels because it's like sexuality is completely fluid and like it can like be different from like one point in your life to another yeah I also think that people can not go through phases but like there are different times in your life where you like might be dating like different types of people whether that be like men women non-binary or whatever but like I think if you're genuinely attracted to those people then like I don't know. Doesn't matter like, how they identify or yeah, like, I what their gender. Is I really. also think like I understand obviously that there's like a lot of empowerment in labels and like I don't think that we should ever try to like take that away from people a hundred percent. But the whole idea of like queerness is that it is something like outs. There's something like indefinable about that. Like it cannot be charted, and I feel like there is. Like, I don't know, I feel like part of, like, the acceptance, like, with, or, like, fight, struggle to, like, embrace LGBTQIA plus identity is, like, in order to embrace something, you have to define it, and I don't know, I feel like that's, like, the whole point of, like, being queer or, like, queerness is, like, acceptance of, like, whatever it is that is, like, it's outside the box and it doesn't need a name or like boundaries in order to be like valid or Mm -hmm. real and that's I don't know I feel like I kind of interchangeably use like I identify as like bi or queer because I feel like queerness is like just so much more like suited to like the fluctuation of like life and for some I don't know but then again like I still feel like there's like biphobia like that doesn't mean like I don't question my attraction to men like at all times (laughs) but I I, wait go ahead sorry oh I was gonna say like 
my whole spiel with like identity and like labels and stuff we've kind of talked about this a little bit before but it's with it's like with social media we're always performing a certain profile to certain people and like Mm -hmm. we have to have like certain like adjectives and like labels that appeal to certain people so that they'll enjoy our profile or will like engage with us and like we find power in that and within that like you just like lose yourself entirely like I don't know it's is it really empowerment I don't like it goes into like the whole spiel it's like the same way I feel about like empowerment like women empowerment and then like just completely eradicating the concept of gender as a whole Mm -hmm. like yeah and just like when do we when does empowerment like women empowerment or like queer empowerment become like when do we become so empowered that we just like completely eradicate the need for empowerment mm-hmm. but like where does it end yeah where does it end and like where do we draw the line and I don't know like obviously those are two like very like oppressed groups so the need for empowerment is there is a need Still for very it. much there <laughs> yes but like like where when do we be like what are we working towards I guess yeah it's no, radi- really- yeah is like radical empowerment like the like best way to go and like I don't know what do you know that's really interesting Nat you were gonna say something yeah I was just gonna say that's really interesting and like there definitely is kind of it's like I mean community is beautiful and like being able to like be surrounded by people that especially online that maybe you can't like surround yourself with in real life but there definitely is like on social media kind of this push to like put yourself in a certain box Mm-hmm. So that you can be like, like have this one take in like extremely unnuanced like perspective of like, like yeah. this is like, these are my struggles. And like, I, I don't know, there's like, there's definitely pros and cons to it fully. And that, I don't, well, yeah, I don't yeah. know when that will ever end where like people aren't, I don't know, it's not like communities are like pitted against each other, but you're very much forced to like choose a side or like not even side, but like choose a box and like live in it. And yeah embrace it and make it your entire personality and like all that stuff which I think is like so reductive like I I don't know there's another podcast I listen to and it's not like a singular episode on this topic but the host does talk about the fact that she's like queer and she's like talks about like the different facets of her identity and like that there are certain things to her that are like more or less like feel like intrinsic or like important like she's like what do I think of myself first as like is queer one of the first adjectives that comes to mind when I describe myself or is it not and not that that means anything like that you're more or less queer but it's like it's it's almost like I guess like how big of a deal is this to you in this sense that like I don't know I I feel like and this kind of leads into like present like the whole idea of like presenting as queer enough or like gay enough um is like queer just something I am because like and I don't have to constantly perform it because like at the end of the day like that's just performance like the way you appear or present like if you're queer you're queer it doesn't matter if you have a septum piercing and live in Bushwick or if you like live in the East Village and are in a sorority like if you're you're queer you're queer like like theoretically like yeah, I, I think, like, I think, like, the, I like, the markers were super important in, like, the 80s and yes. earlier because, like, that would help people identify other queer people 
like Mm -hmm. in a really pertinent time. But like, I think we've taken it a little bit too far now because it's like, if you don't check all the boxes then like, are you lying? Like, you're not really clear. Like what, what do you mean? There's no nuance. Like you're you're trying to draw so many lines that you're actually excluding people. And also I think that just, I think it does like in a lot of ways, like so division in the queer community and like we do not need more of that (laughs) like it is it's reductive to like waste time like nitpicking other people's queerness because like what we really need to be focused on is the like people who are oppressing us like it's it's yeah we're we are not the enemy like we're here to uplift each other and find community and like support each other and Mm -hmm. like create a safe space for like everyone to exist Mm-hmm. and people just lose sight of that all the time I don't know yeah it's, and it's just like okay like if somebody wants to identify as like xyz and like you're somebody that identifies as like a more like well-known label and you're like I- I'm just like just let people like do what they want to do like at the end of the day like it really doesn't matter like but the somewhat- obsession with labels too is like yeah a lot like, like some on, people on both get- sides yeah, yeah I think at least I don't know. That's why I kind of feel like identifying as queer is kind of like, I don't know, sometimes it's just like simpler. Like it's like, and also makes me feel like, safe too. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, Lucy, Lucy Dacus has, um, like she had an interview that like she had, um, or there was an interview done oh, where this. Lucy Dacus like talks this about, essay. it was beautiful. Yeah. It's really well done. I think, I think it was an essay or an interview. I don't even remember, but mm-hmm. um, she basically was like, when people ask me my sexuality, I just say queer. And to me, that means uh, not straight and none of your business. Yeah. And I just loved that quote so, so much. True. Like, like I'm, it really I'm, isn't up to, like, if you don't want to have a label, you don't need to have a label. Yeah. Like, like the push for it. Like, if, if you really strongly identify with one group, like, go off, like, have that. Yeah, what like, I called? think if you like, wear your... Yeah. something I don't know <laughs> it's like no but, if you identify in a I, certain way then like yas embrace it yeah like, and and what you go on yeah sorry, sorry I just interrupted <laughs> oh, I interrupted you first so yeah no and it just what you said earlier about I want to know what podcast that is but that host that says like how it's, important it's is canceled. this to your eyes oh okay I actually have listened to that okay um I listened to like the astrology one or something yeah Oh, you listened that to the boho fascism that was like and spiritual gymnastics boho fascism, in the yeah. new age. Yeah. yeah. Very, very <laughs> That's a good one. interesting. Um, really but interesting yeah, like thought. kind of having it be like, oh, how important is this to your identity? Yeah. Because to some people, it really isn't that big of a deal to some people, especially if it's like, if you have like an intersectional identity, like getting to that place where like you feel comfortable is like really important and you're really proud of that and you want to like showcase yeah. it or like you don't for that exact reason or like stuff like that. It's just like, regardless of how much of like how much space you really want to take up in the community Mm -hmm. like there should always just like be that space for anyone who like decides does does that make sense yeah no it does I also think like it's kind of like what Lexi was saying about like empower because empowerment necessitates a label and it's like I I don't know it kind of makes me think of like if what we really would like to do is build or envision like a society or world that in which like gender doesn't matter to the point that it does not exist then like all these labels cease to mean it Mm -hmm. and then it's like and then essentially nothing like like when in ideally I guess like it's like when no one is oppressed then like nothing is is a big deal I guess like yeah and maybe like empowerment wouldn't be like 
a thing necessary yeah yeah, it's it's hard it's kind of hard to think about because I don't know I I guess I'm thinking about like Audrey Lord has this quote where she talks about and she's obviously talking about race primarily when she says this but she's talking about difference and the whole idea of like being colorblind is so flawed because you're not acknowledging like what's there and like our like greatest strength is in acknowledging difference and like understanding that it's there and not just like tolerating it but actually celebrating it which I think is so true a hundred percent but it's like I guess in like a society where like we don't have labels then like is that like is well I think the celebration would really be in just living your life yeah Yeah. like nothing would be be more personal yeah like you I don't know you would just like because well I guess that pulls into the idea like would it be considered like hiding your queer identity but like not really because I mean people really only know that you're queer through your romantic relationships or really Mm -hmm. discussing your romantic or sexual relationships or anything like that so I don't know like I don't know yeah it's like, I guess, like, is there, I don't know, it's it's almost like thinking about, like, would there be pride in a world where there are no labels? Because it's, like, ideally... I mean, no. I guess they would... I think it would... Have, oh, you go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, I think it would be way more about, like, I think yes, and it would just be about celebration and not celebration yeah. and advocacy and work. Because, yeah. like, there's still so much that needs to be done. But there's also, there is a lot to celebrate, but, like, there's still a shit ton of work. And if... Yeah we do get finally get to a point where there isn't much work to be done then it, I think it's still something that will forever be celebrated and should be celebrated it shouldn't ever oh, yeah. not be no I Absolutely. mean we don't live in a vacuum and like that's never going anywhere that's it was just like also I guess part of the conversation about labels is the fact that like you can't erase like the context that we live in and therefore like like yeah it's we should be like we should celebrate and probably always will because there was a point where we couldn't and that's why it's like so important I guess yeah this is like a big like theoretical dive into like queer there's a lot (laughs) like wow we like really straight tangent but I kind of I'm kind of obsessed with it well I think Um, biphobia really brings up like questions of labels yeah be just like what identity really means and how do we like what is acceptance and what is empowerment really because well there is so much like in and out there's like biphobia from like all sides I feel like because you're either like being fetishized by the straights or like you're like not gay enough for the yeah you just like can't win ever (laughs) and then like there's an internal like struggle I mean I don't really in like talk to guys romantically or or anything really but like I wonder how much of that is really based on intern like internalized biphobia and just how much of it is just me being like oh well like I don't know trying to convince myself that maybe I'm not attracted to them or like yeah just wanting to I feel like love feeling queer like it's one of my favorite things and like I feel like sometimes like if I were to engage with the opposite sex romantically like it kind of takes that power away from me yeah you know I get that I one of my friends um when I first met her she I, I feel like for like years and years and years she like really only or primarily dated women or femmes and like she now has she now has a boyfriend and 
I, I don't know if this is the same person that this interaction like took place with, but there was at one point where she was um, in a sexual relationship with a man and they were close. Like they were like at least friends at the time. Um, and he was like, oh, like jokingly, like, haha, like I took your queerness away. And she was like, no, 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 no. Like that, 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 that is not how that works. <laughs> like, like just because I might enjoy having sex with you, like doesn't mean I don't, that doesn't mean I suddenly stopped enjoying sex with women or like other people. Like two things can be true, which I feel like I keep trying to remind myself, like two things can, like both things can be true at once. Like there is nuance. You don't have to like relegate yourself to like one or the other. I don't know. I feel like I also question my attraction to men, which I know like isn't always like, like, I don't know, I feel like people who identify as bisexual will general, genuine, generally, excuse me, question their attraction to like one or the other side because something feels less valid to them. I don't know, Nat, like Nat, what's your experience? Yeah, I totally agree with that. But I think at least for me, it's kind of shifted. Like at first it was me just questioning my attraction towards women and like, but honestly, I had like, uh, the summer that I kind of like came out to myself I was <laughs> luckily I, I kind of like went to therapy for this like main reason mm-hmm. and my therapist had said to me like thinking like feeling like you're not gay enough is like a very sign of like, being queer gay. it's like a queer very queer thought to have she's like I don't know if that's validating or not Extremely and I left that queer. therapy session with like I left that session with like um that week I kind of told myself like okay I'm I'm, I'm gay like I, I just I just kind I'm of not am. straight like, I just probably am I'm not straight and like once I kind of just like told myself and accepted that I like it's so weird I had like I felt so much like lighter in a way mm-hmm. that I didn't even know that like I had like weights inside of me yeah. and it was just like so freeing and like with like expressing myself like outwardly and like kind of like feeding into whatever even like stereotypes and stuff like the it's way I dress okay. like because I've put on like outfits and like not being out even to myself being like I look like a dyke. I cannot wear this. <laughs> and so I change and I'm like, but like, that's like what I like feel comfortable in. That's what I yeah. feel like myself in. And like, anyway, so like after like kind of not questioning my attraction to women, it was like, then they kind of did flip. And I yeah. was like, oh, and then I started to question like all of like past men that I've dated. And like, yes. even I started to yes. like see see men like in like that I kind of am or or that I think that I'm attracted to like questioning it and it was was interesting after that like there's definitely like so much where like men held so much less weight in like in like taking them less seriously which is like really nice (laughs) um yeah it's just like I didn't have as much like anxiety around like talking to people I thought like might be cute because I'm like yeah I'm probably not attracted to this person yeah so then it did kind of flip but um I think I think it has kind of flipped for me too but I I don't know I I feel like I share the experience of like going back like into like the mental inventory of like every man ever and being like was I actually attracted to this person or was was it like socialization or a coping mechanism for dealing with other things yeah I don't know I feel like the attention feeling really good and like that's like a big Thing for me I had like a hard time like kind of <laughs> being like oh did that... you just like am I just like <laughs> I'm like am I just Sorry, using I'm like... you all the time like I don't know I this well, is like, not a therapy I, like, session but this is I, not yeah sometimes session, it might turn into so, one like sometimes um, the attention from men is just so like nice like and I 
can use that for attraction. I'm like, no, yeah. I just like the way that you make me feel about myself. Like, I don't actually it's, like it's, you really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think, I don't know. I think I like questioned it for so long because I feel like I like didn't realize I liked women until I like met other queer women. And then I was like, oh, the way I think about women is not the way straight women think about women. And that was kind of like an aha moment for me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then obviously, I don't know, I, I went through like the like, I don't know, I, I still feel like all like queer bisexual people, especially like women, there is a stereotype of like being so confident like around men because like you don't, just don't give a fuck because like they don't like quote unquote matter as much. But then you're like, like the bi panic of being around like women that you're attracted to when you're just like, oh my God, like, and I think obviously that ties into like societal expectations of like, of course men would be attracted to you, but like, what if, like, what if that woman isn't gay and like you like hit on her and it's like predatory and like what you're not trying to be. And I feel like bi or gay women are like, not, I shouldn't say like incapacitated by that fear because obviously they're not but that is just like I don't know it does play out I guess in like social settings but I don't know back to what I was saying about like like the intersection of like sexuality or in like male validation and then like attachment styles is like very (laughs) real for me um (laughs) and that's something I feel like I like that's like a big part of why I like second guessed and like invalidated my attraction to men so much um because I would literally like multiple times a year I'd be like I'm a lesbian yes <laughs> like I am a les. I like Lexi has wit I mean Natalie has too but like I've had my like close friends be like Julia like I just think you're a dyke like no like literally <laughs> <laughs> like, like actually no, I'd- okay okay I'd- Hello, listeners. At Julia's, <laughs> at Julia's birthday dinner this year, I like fully told her, like, okay, at Pride, like, I'm like this, like, I'm coming out as a lesbian, like, you're a lesbian, I'm a lesbian, <laughs> like, we're both lesbians. We had this moment, yeah. Um, and then in typical fashion, like, right when I'm like, I'm like, three weeks later, so I was like, what if I buy? I would actually buy. Like, <laughs> I, I just like. No, I swear every single time I am like, so I'm like, yes, I'm just a lesbian. And then like one man falls from the sky and I'm like, oh, guess not. (laughs) I'm like, fuck. And and it like just like triggers this like massive identity spiral. And I'm like, oh my God. And then because I'm attracted, like because of internalized biphobia, I'm like, that just invalidates my whole queerness and then I'm like not gay enough and then like you feel like your entire queer identity is threatened by like this one like shard of like heterosexual attraction quote-unquote and that's why it's like I don't know for me at least I guess I I don't know I don't struggle with like I feel like validating my attraction to women as much so like obviously it's like different on the other side but yeah I had one of my yeah I don't Wait, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I don't know. Now I don't know how I'm going to describe what I'm going to say. Never mind. <laughs> I have one friend who reached out when I was like asking people to like share their thoughts on like their sexuality, um, like particularly in reference to like bisexuality um, and internalized biphobia. And she talked about like, and she was one of the first like bi 
women I met and she talked about how like growing up she like really felt that she was like queer or bi at like a young age but like had had all these experiences where like her attraction or before she even like necessarily realized it was attraction to women was like definitely perceived with disgust from other people and so like because of all of that like internalized shame around her attraction to women that was like a really difficult thing for her to like navigate and she constantly like second guesses that and when I first met her the only serious relationship she'd been in was with a woman and in high school and she was telling me about how like she felt like that kind of invalidated her attraction to women because she was like oh I think this girl likes me more than I like her so then am I really gay like and like what is that like am I like faking it and am I a good person da, 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 da. and I don't know she's also conversely done like a lot to help me be like it's I don't know it's okay to be like attracted to men I guess like that like yes men are trash but they're also like valid <laughs> male expanders male expanders um they're so few and far between but they do exist um <laughs> and I feel like I don't know that's really nice because I do I don't know I, I was reading about like the biphobia from like the lesbian community um of like lesbians who do not want to date bi women or people or bisexuals or people that just have sex with men in general um and like the invalidation of like bisexuality by lesbians not that gay men do not invalidate bisexuals because they do but it's um, more hurtful from other women. queer women because I would it agree. is <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know there's something about it that's like I mean I think like to keep it very general um (laughs) like I dated someone who like before we got together they had she had said something about how she never wanted to date a bisexual person ever again and that like really fucked with my identity and like the way I saw myself and they really tried to tell me that I was a lesbian for a really long time and then I like thought maybe I was a lesbian and then they were like you're not a lesbian like you can't just try on labels like that like they were very mean about it yeah and then when I realized that I like was like oh well I actually am bi like (laughs) (laughs) um, I am bi and that is valid (laughs) then they were very mean about the fact that I was bi and they were like so you like think about you you think about men like they didn't like wouldn't accept the fact that I was like with them and like was attracted to them so it's just like this whole thing like like biphobia in relationships but within like queer relationships is just like insane like as a concept because you would think that like your queerness would bring you closer together and sometimes yeah it doesn't (laughs) well that's like that's one of the negative stereotypes that's like particular to bisexuals is that like because you're attracted to like multiple genders then like you can't possibly be satisfied in a relationship with one yeah and it's like no like I couldn't be like further from polyamorous (laughs) Lexi's like I'm not secure like enough (laughs) no not I just like don't like I'm just it's being attracted to more than one person at a time is just like mind-boggling really impossible to me <laughs> like for, Which is for valid. myself no yeah um, it is thing. crazy though 
that's like such it is such a common stereotype it is that, like that like, like, yeah. bisexuals are greedy or that they're cheaters and that like oh if there's a bi man who's like this like irrational fear I feel like of dating bi people that like oh because I am only like only a woman or only a man or only whatever they're gonna go have sex with somebody that's like identifies as something else because like I can't possibly serve all their needs and I just feel like that speaks to like a deeper insecurity in the person in themselves because it's like if you're in a relationship and you don't feel secure I don't know that that's like an abandonment like an anxious abandonment fear Mm -hmm. yeah that has everything to do with that person and nothing to do with the fact that their partner is bisexual that's like or they I don't know the idea that it's like promiscuous or whatever I don't know I also just like hate the I'm sure we all hate like the fetishization of bi identity particularly um, bi identity because I feel like gross yeah honestly like bi men like get less representation than bi women and like the representation that bi women get is just bad like yeah like it's like it's like we're getting slandered and then it's like bi men barely exist which is wrong like you aren't real like yeah like you're not real which is fucked up like so fucked people that identify as men can like defuck multiple different people I don't know anyway I don't know I've kind of had like or observed like at least more recently I think like um bi women have been a lot more accepted than like oh yeah I don't I don't know yeah that like bi men it's just like assumed like oh no you're you're just gay it's fucked up which is fucked up yeah um no I do think bi your right there representation isn't like amazing but like it's like it's it's well we're acknowledged like like, we're acknowledged as like real um we're just poorly represented some of the time I don't know but but that also goes into like I feel like reading like narratives with like a reductive lens it's like you have when you like see a bisexual character get with like a woman or a man or whatever then you're like oh like they're straight or they're gay like or you feel like like their straightness won out or their gayness won out and it's like no they're just bi like what (laughs) yeah nothing changed literally literally nothing changed like Like, oh now they're just no longer single like literally um which I don't know that's also like a viewer thing like the way that we're taught to perceive that and by the way as to your question earlier Nat according to wikipedia or webmd bisexual bisexuality is defined as two or more attraction to two or more genders webmd yeah WebMD. <laughs> not <laughs> the dsm5 oh, yeah, like, like the 1990 <laughs> dsm <laughs> no that's terrifying they also talk about polysexuality in this article but i don't really feel like we need to unpack that right now i don't think i have it in me to unpack that I don't know either. <laughs> Multiple sexualities. I, I'm not. I'm not denying it exists, but no, I, it exists for sure. Uh, not, this is bi- <laughs> this is our biphobic episode. <laughs> yeah, we're focusing on biphobia, guys. No room for anyone else. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, oh, something I have been thinking about lately, though, which is not strictly pertaining to biphobia, is like the like. Okay, so there's like three gay bars or queer, femme, lesbian, whatever bars in New York out of the hundreds 
of male oriented gay bars and two out of the three have like kind of rebranded as like like femme owned queer spaces and like shed the label lesbian and I don't know like I just find that like so I don't know I feel like there are people in queer circles that like regard the word lesbian as this like antiquated like dirty word and I'm just like lesbians exist like let people identify as lesbian like why is that bad not just in queer circles just in general it's like yeah I'm like, like oh she's a lesbian yeah like <laughs> I don't know that's completely... such a I don't know I feel like I've just been thinking about that lately because like the bar cubbyhole that's like kept its like label as a lesbian bar they're very much like like this is like a part of like our history like we were like founded like in like the 60s or whatever as like a, le- a place for like women who love women, like whatever they might look like or whatever, which I don't know. I think, I don't know. And I'm just like, all I don't know. It's I so, don't identify so... as lesbian, but all lesbians are valid. <laughs> like, yeah. And I also think having like lesbian specific bars is really important because yeah. like that's, I mean, I totally get like wanting to identify as like whatever queer femme spaces, yeah. but I don't think there's anything hurtful and keeping lesbian yeah I think that like if the I think if the bar itself is being like inclusive then like I don't feel like the label is like which is so interesting wait were you there when we were in Munich and we went to that we like couldn't go into those gay bars yes. because we were women they yeah. were like no women allowed we like weren't what? allowed into the gay bars which does make me think yeah I'm I'm not I don't That's really I'm, problematic it's yeah really, it's really it is so problematic um but it also makes me wonder kind of like what's taking place under the pretense of gay bar like if that makes any sense um and that's just from like like I don't know I was listening to a podcast the other day this is obviously concerning like um the sex trade and whatever but like places where like women aren't allowed in because like they're interfering with like potential transactions that are taking place which obviously I I don't know I'm not saying that's what's happening at all, but that just like makes me think like more into like, oh, is it more than the fact that they just like don't want women in there? But that also is so problematic because it's like, but it's based on like perf- like gender performance, yeah, too. which yeah. is dumb because like there that's are very feminine it. gay men or there are very feminine people who identify as men that are men, like exactly, uh... yeah, I don't know, um. I don't fucking remember. We were talking about the label of lesbian and like why it's like. You're talking about there's... the Munich bar. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about the Munich bar. I don't know. That was weird. I was also drunk. I don't fully remember that, but I believe it happened. I know we got turned away. Yeah, I remember it vividly. <laughs> I, re- I remember it vividly. Because then we went to that this like that weird like I there couldn't was... tell if it was a sex bar yeah or not. it was it was giving sex bar vibes it yeah. was giving sex bar vibes there's a really pretty picture of me from that bar though it's like blurry but it's like it fun. is very cool yeah it is fun. yeah I was wearing I remember I was wearing like either your sh- a shirt that was you or Sophia's and it was like blue I don't know anyway I don't even remember yeah study abroad what a wild time crazy crazy um but yeah, I guess, are you guys doing anything? How, what are you guys doing for Pride Month? 
uh, up to anything. I wish I could do things. <laughs> I'm, like, in, like, I'm, bump- <laughs> I'm in bumfuck Montana. I mean, that's oh God, pretty gay. I- <laughs> it is very <laughs> gay in a way. It's well, like what I'm buying is the lavender I guess, like, what is. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I guess my, yeah, my lifestyle might be kind of gay. But like, yeah, no, I'm like an hour and a half from Missoula, which is like the closest place that has any type of pride events. I could go there. Maybe I'll go there on a weekend. But yeah, there's nothing around here. I bet if I like wore like this tie dye shirt or like rainbow down the street, I'd probably get like shot at or some shit. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like that's the type of town that I'm currently in. Wait, so really? I think I'm gonna lay low. Mm-hmm. Um. Please do for your own safety. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. oh my god, the the hinge in Tinder scene out here. I don't want to know. So depressing. It's terrifying for for a bi person. It's both terrifying and depressing. Yeah, I feel like I would remove <laughs> my label from the app just in case. Like, what if like a straight guy sees it and then sees you in public and it's like I'm gonna yeah. be a homophobe right now yeah like, that's literally exactly what I did I was okay. like I'm scared that's <laughs> so funny that's exactly what I did no I would um, be scared oh yeah it's slim pickings I'm still trying to make friends but <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know are there other people woofing right now where you are there's a new woofer coming on Sunday I'm really excited I hope she's good <laughs> that would be so funny um that would be funny yeah, too hot, i'm too sorry hot. that's like the start of like a romance like two, i know dude, two sapphics working on a lavender, lavender farm <laughs> lavender menaces oh that sound, that could be like the setting of like, porno <laughs> like to be honest like it's getting savage <laughs> i will keep you updated um so, yeah fun. let us know if she's gay <laughs> Um, if it's a she, I don't know. Or did you, yeah. Do you know? It's a, yeah, it's a her. What about you, Lex? If it's a her. <laughs> um, uh, I will be at New York Pride. Oh my god, yay. So yeah. I. I'll be saying, are you going to stay with, with me? You. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, are you coming? Well, no, because a little while ago, I think before, like, when you were potentially going to be in Philly, you were like, I don't know. Yeah, now so. I will be there. And we yay. will be, we will be bisexual terrorists uh, yeah I'm getting <laughs> one of my friends to knit me like a crochet like bikini top and bi colors which is fun that's like super uh, gay <laughs> so happy for you I was like I'll pay you in money or painting or whatever you want she was like that's gonna be amazing Queer is that Sarah yeah it's Sarah that's gonna be awesome um, it's gonna be so awesome she's I think Jess like wanted to get one made too, but she was like, I think Sarah was kind of like, no, fuck off to me because I'm her sister. <laughs> but yeah, um, it'll be fun. I feel like there's like so many people that I'm gonna be like around, but it's also gonna be like my last weekend in New York. So which is crazy. But okay. at least it'll be like last be Pride fun. was really fun, but we were kind of like scattered. We were scattered. No, this will be like. I feel like Jess and I are like kind of pioneering the ship this year, like kind of. I am a, I am a follower. A I will yeah. go wherever. <laughs> Jess and I are like our right. leader and crew members. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I'm no, so it'll jealous. Be fun. I know. I wish you were coming. But... I'm just jealous that I'm not like my neighbor has a Confederate flag. Actually, no. he has a garden of flags that's like no. Confederate flags. Oh my god! Oh. Lives matter. Don't tread on me, Trump. Like. 
it, it's a scary don't tread, on, don't tread on me it's just like scary oh, i'm like tread on them please <laughs> stop tread but, on yeah. them. <laughs> please and thank you <laughs> yeah stay safe yeah i know this was like an unexpected episode if you were expecting to hear me like expose michelle but instead we got to talk about bisexuality and being gay so <laughs> hope this was relatable to some people or i don't know thought-provoking i don't know whatever you come here to listen to thanks for listening thanks for being on thanks for having us yeah yeah thanks so spontaneous happy pride happy, happy pride, pride stay gay by whatever you are just be you <laughs> just be who you are oh. or your friend <laughs> okay right. i like really hope someone understood that reference because <laughs> julia never gets it every single time i do it so. <laughs> somebody out there will <laughs> all right bye you fascinate me you devastate me because my Dearie, you irritate me so. You irritate me so.